Welcome back to the Glacier Guys. I'm here with my co-host, Joey Fernandez. And welcome back to the show. Um, this week, we will touch on some marine sports right away. Uh, men's tennis just finished their season. They took 6th out of 10 at the NJCAA Region 4 tournament, so congrats to them. Jacob Zolnick and Lucas Skowira took third at number three doubles, and Edwin Hernandez took third at number six singles. Um, great job by first-year Moraine head coach Mike Maratia. He's been coaching for a while, but this was his first year at Moraine as the head coach. So congrats to them. I got to say, you really executed those pronunciations pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, I was I was um, a little nervous, but I kind of just rolled with it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would have botched those pretty well. <laughs> so good thing you read that one and I did it. Yeah, I got, I got you, Joe, for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, but congrats to them. Uh, they had a really good season mm-hmm. after uh, last year got canceled for them. So Yeah, I, I think it's a decent bounce back. They can definitely build off that. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um and then uh, also, Moraine still has some other sports going on with uh, mm-hmm. baseball, softball, men's and women's soccer. So, uh, I mean, all the playoffs are going to be coming up. We'll probably be touching on those a little bit also mm-hmm. as, as uh, all the uh, seedings and stuff get figured out for mm-hmm. the tournaments. I know baseball only has a few games left. Um, soccer, they still have a f- more than a few. And then softball, I think they all have around like six games left before playoffs. So, uh, we yeah. wish them luck moving Getting down forward. down crunch time. Oh, yeah. So we'll be covering that uh, in the upcoming weeks. Definitely. Uh, Now on to some more uh, broad topics. Uh, Mm. The NFL draft is coming up on Thursday. It's tomorrow. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It kind of snuck up on us. We've been waiting for the past couple weeks, I'd say, but uh, it's it's basically here. Yeah, I... I've been anticipating this since, like, January when the Bears got smoked by the Saints. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's there's a, there's a lot to talk about here. There's a lot to unpack. Um, let's see. Uh, there's there's the Bears, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, picking at 20. And it's, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough uh, prediction to make right now. It is because there's <sighs> – I'd say the first couple picks are kind of locked in. Just yeah. the first two one, only. Yeah, but one, two are for sure. Outside of that, there's I'd still say there's a decent amount of uncertainty left. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy draft. I mean, this is the deepest quarterback class I've seen in a while with five quarterbacks. And I was yeah, potential top ten picks. I was I was just talking to my dad about this. I'm like I'm like this is probably one of the better quarterback classes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I, 2018 had five, but there was a lot of guys that were a lot like pretty iffy like Lamar mm-hmm. like was was like potentially not a first round pick at the time and wasn't like, was he the last pick of the first round yeah 32 okay and then uh um Josh Rosen was kind of like a he was like a he was like thought to be like a top 10 pick but then he slipped a little bit so like it's tough with quarterbacks um and Josh Rosen he showed the haters didn't he <laughs> yeah is he on a team yeah he he was on the Buccaneers last year I'm pretty sure jo- all right I want to see if he's even yeah, I don't talk I about don't, a bust, man. I don't I know mean, about now, but I he might he might have got a ring. Don't um, quote me on it, but he might have got a ring. Um, no, he was on the Buccaneers practice squad. Practice squad that. in 2020 doesn't say he has a ring. Dang, he's on the Niners for now. Josh Rosen. Ah, I did see that actually because he is. He's, he's on the team with. Uh, they they said something about him and Beathard or something. But, mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah. What about Nick Mullins? Is he still a thing? Or? I believe so. Okay. I think all three. I think they have four quarterbacks right oh, now. Gosh. Probably one of them will probably get. And cut. Jimmy might be gone too. So. Yeah, and they're probably gonna draft one at three. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, getting back to the draft. Yeah, sorry. Going on a tangent about Josh Rosen. <laughs> just off. I mean, he's just a bust. I just covering the hard hitting topics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, according to Ian Rappaport, uh, the 49ers are between Mac Jones and Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, originally, apparently, uh, they they traded up the three being comfortable with Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Like, they were comfortable with taking him. They were set on it. Yeah. But then they made the mistake of going and talking with Trey Lance and uh, going to his pro day and stuff. So, apparently, he must have sold them pretty good if they're reconsidering. So, the, according like, to yet last yesterday morning, they didn't even know who they were going to pick yet. So, it's tough. I mean... Kyle Shanahan's having these press conferences being like super like cryptic about everything. Mm. Did you see the quote that he yeah, had? Yeah, I was that that creeped guarantees. me out more than anything. Like I know <laughs> I, I get what he was saying, but just like it it did not come <laughs> off sounded, as how he planned it. In sounded his head. more like a mass murderer than a football coach. Yeah, he, what did he say? Uh, th- they're like, um, do you think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be on the roster on Sunday? I don't know if anybody's going to be alive on Earth on Sunday. <laughs> I, I was he like, said, I can't guarantee if anyone's going to be alive. <laughs> Everyone's like, okay, all right, all right Mr. Shanahan. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> uh, way to rally the troops. Uh, <laughs> um, I I think uh, I I personally think Trey Lance should be the pick, especially with a sit like because you were like the 49ers literally had the best situation you can have for a quarterback. They have they have good receivers and Ayuk and Samuel. Mm-hmm. They have uh, top two tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have fast running backs. Yeah, a, f- a franchise left tackle that they just locked up long term. I mean, like, and they have an offensive guru coach, so like, mm-hmm. and a good defense. So like, what could you really ask for? Mm-hmm. So like, and if you draft Lance, who has been like, people say he has like some of the highest upside of all of the five quarterbacks. Uh, he's definitely has one of the lowest floor floors, though. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't see like th- if he was gonna ever succeed, he would succeed in the system, you know. Yeah, no doubt, and I feel like Mac Jones is the safer pick, probably yeah. for like the first two, three years of the career. Definitely, like, like yeah, Mac yeah. Jones is gonna come out and just be a good quarterback. But uh, if Trey Lance is is properly, um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Developed. Yeah, if, if he's properly developed, I mean, he, he's his ceiling's way higher than Mac Jones yeah. is, just on a, on a talent level. Yeah. yeah. Cause he's a lot, he's a lot, he's pretty similar to Josh Allen coming out. He is a yep. spotty footwork sometimes, but at his pro day, he did show some improvement. Uh, his touch down the field is a little, a little iffy sometimes, but he's got a great arm. He's a uh, very athletic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he sees the field pretty well, but he played it. He played it at a, a system in college where they didn't rely on him. They, right. they He only threw the ball 25 times, more than 25 times once, I believe, if not at none. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, he his team, like his talent level on his team was like a lot better compared to the other teams they were playing. So like mm-hmm. his receivers were getting open a lot more than like, uh, say like Zach Wilson's receivers were getting open against their talent that they played. So like it's tough, but I I do like the prospect and all the reports about his like personality and uh, his work ethic are good. So I don't see why not. But Mac Jones, I mean, the I like the media ha- always has like a like they always portray like where like everyone always thinks they know where people are gonna go. But then literally all 32 teams have their own big board and it's completely different from yeah. like what all the analysts are saying so yeah. it's crazy i mean maybe 
maybe Mac Jones is thought of way more highly than uh, than the, what the media thinks. Like maybe I don't know. I uh, mean, yeah, because I don't know what like what are the what are the negatives that they're saying about Mac Jones? Ma- Mac Immobile? Jones. Immobile. Uh, yeah. Um, but I've also heard that he has he's a dad bod. <laughs> kinda. <laughs> yeah. uh, people were making fun of his workouts, also saying that they were like <laughs> like weak workouts. Yeah. But it's all right. I mean, I think. I mean, like, look at quarterbacks like Brady and, and Breeze, exactly. though. You know you what just, I mean? All you have to do is be able to be mobile in the pocket. You don't have to be able to – I mean, it's definitely – Helpful. Yeah, it's definitely helpful. Don't get me wrong because if your offensive line isn't good, you can definitely but get smoked. honestly, but. as a quarterback, that shouldn't be your, like, top um, asset or priority, yeah. I'd say. You know? Yeah, he, he reads the field very well. He has, a so, he has a solid arm. I wouldn't say it's above average or below average, yeah. but it's definitely solid. And his um, accuracy is just insane. Pretty good, yeah. yeah. He has pretty good accuracy. I, I don't know. I I think he's definitely a solid prospect. If he felt like I, I originally I thought he would go like twenty or like around that really? range to the Bears. Like that was like a while ago, like months back before mm-hmm. the hype started to build up on him. But I mean, someone in this quarterback class is bound to fall. Like yeah. I don't know who it's gonna be. I mean, I mean, we saw Chris Sims uh, say that uh, <laughs> Justin Fields would be the last pick. Thirty-two to Tampa Bay. That's I, absurd. I I don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. In Is that it? mock draft, uh, we were getting Rashawn Slater, who would be a steal at twenty. Yeah. But I'd still I'd still be a little hurt. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Cause oh yeah, if we take him over, come on. Like yeah, it it definitely hurts. Like I don't know. Like. <sighs> Like I don't know if if Justin Fields is there in twenty and take Pace him. take him like take you him. have to I you, don't I don't care if we don't I don't I don't know what I do like I'd I would be I very would, mad yeah I like I I don't know I I don't care like even if like Jamar Chase is there I'd still prefer Justin Fields you know like it's just the positional value of a quarterback that mm-hmm. we we haven't had before like I we we have to I like I don't know I at this point I don't think any of them are gonna fall to twenty I think it'll take a potential trade up. Uh, for mm-hmm. the Bears to even have a chance uh, to say like Carolina at eight or the Broncos at nine, mm-hmm. um, Atlanta at four. I mean, I don't see that p- being possible, but maybe. And then, or maybe into the early teens, uh, depending on how far someone falls. Do you notice this on the? It says it, it gives all their positions. Jamar Chase, oh, yeah. LSU. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> I'm That's like, what? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough, but I I wanted to. I wanted to talk about maybe uh, if the Bears just stayed put at 20 mm-hmm. and, like, some of the positions that they would take instead of quarterback if no yeah. one's there. Um, uh, I think that our best choice probably is offensive line. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I think, uh, like, a guy like Christian Derisaw would be a steal. Elijah Vera Tucker. But I don't know if they would be there or not because I could see the Vikings and Chargers potentially taking uh, yeah. either of them. Yeah. Um, but a guy that probably is the most realistic is Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State, who can start right tackle day one. Uh, I think that would be a great pick because he's he's a great run blocker. I mm-hmm. think uh, I think he would help out Monty a lot, and uh, we just kind of need a guy that would be a staple for a long time. Yeah, because I mean, say what you want about Mitch's player or even Nick Foles, but um, they did not have a lot of help last year mm-hmm. uh, from the O line. That's that's been brutal. Yeah, another thing that could also help uh, Andy Dalton is. Uh, Maybe drafting a wide receiver. I dude, I don't know even. I don't like when we first started this podcast today. I, I honestly forgot about Andy Dalton being on the Bears. <laughs> like I, uh, until you just said that, it completely slipped my mind. <laughs> yeah, I, 
I don't know. I think they definitely need to do something to help him. But like, yeah, maybe like an Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss, a deep threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rashad Bateman, who's more of a possession guy. I like him a lot. Uh, reports say that the Packers and the Ravens are doing some research on him. I mm. I would not appreciate that at all. No, please uh, don't take him. Exactly. And then also, I don't know how realistic this is, but I also do see a scenario where Devontae Smith could fall out of Alabama. I don't, honestly. Just because I, of like the Heisman story. And, and I feel like people, even because his like physical attributes aren't, um, like uh, I guess, ideal, I'd say, for a wide receiver, I'd say just because of how dominant he was that yeah. he's, he's going to go top ten. Yeah, I I don't think it's necessarily... I mean, if he's there, we take him, obviously, yeah. but... I don't think it's necessarily due to, like, a, a gripe on his talent or anything like that or his size. I think it's more that um, the teams that are picking in the teens that, uh, may don't don't seem like they need wide receivers yeah. like that much, you know? Like, I don't know, like, teams like the Chargers have other things to worry about. Uh, the Vikings yeah. obviously don't need any receiving help, yeah. like... Uh, the Patriots, I don't, I don't know, I don't really see them picking a wide receiver just because they signed Nelson Aguilar and they seem like they they signed two tight ends. They I don't never know. have. They usually never have like great wide receivers anyway. Yeah, they don't, like, they just don't like I, that. That just doesn't seem like a fit to me. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Devontae Smith definitely seems like a guy who could play for Belichick because he played for Saban, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I I just don't see it. Um, but either way, if even if we didn't get Devontae Smith, I'd be cool with like a guy like Kadarius Tony, who I've been high on for a while. Even mm-hmm. though he, he's he's lost a little bit of hype lately, he's uh he's been projected like early second a little bit, uh, maybe mm-hmm. like late first. But yeah. I don't know. I I'd be cool with it. Potential trade back maybe. Yeah. Uh, Rondell Moore was a guy who was projected highly at first, but he, I don't know. Uh, he his size has been a concern. He's even smaller than Devontae Smith. He's like five seven, like one sixty, one fifty. Do you think <laughs> that Devontae Smith will go before or after Jalen Waddle? Because I know you're after. really high on Waddle, but I think after, after for sure. Yeah, I could see Waddle going in the top ten at this point. Really? Uh, yeah, like to the Lions possibly. Uh, because he's he's just that good. He's uh he's definitely got a, a high, way higher ceiling than Devontae Smith. Oh yeah, no personally. doubt. Um. But yeah, I don't know. There's there's a bunch of options at wide receiver. I wouldn't be mad if we passed until later rounds because this is one of the deeper classes. Wide receiver is just like there's just like twenty good wide receivers Always. in every class yeah. now. It's ridiculous. But mm-hmm. uh, corner also wouldn't be too too bad. Uh, Caleb Farley, he would be a really good pick. But the back injury is kind of scary. A lot of teams are yeah. convinced that he's going to need an additional back surgery. Yeah, he, and he would be the best corner in this class if he was healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. Patrick Sertan is realistically not an option at all. Um, yeah, no. Greg Newsom out of Northwestern, uh, that would be a great pick. I'd be a huge fan of that. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a really physical corner. Same as J.C. Horn. I'd be cool with both of them. They fit the system very well. But I think the Bears have more pressing needs personally. Yeah, than cornerback right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. Ryan Pace has that uh, that uh, young that he has like that trend of he wants a young corner and a veteran corner on the outside boundary, and uh, he's kind of got that right now with Trufant and Jalen Johnson. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, another uh, like thing that I was gonna that I was kind of wondering about was could the Bears potentially either trade back for one of the and then re like kind of reach in quotations for one of the quarterbacks that are projected like day two like a kellen mond or davis mills i don't even know if we want to do that though you know what i yeah. mean it's I don't like know. it's just kind of like 
if they want a quarterback that bad and they don't see him being there at their second round pick, either they trade up from their second round pick or trade back from their first round pick and take a Kellen Mond at like 28 through 30 mm-hmm. or like a 25 or something. I like mean, that. I I guess I'd be fine with that because I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather take a shot in the dark at this point than sign a... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I They're, they're going to take a quarterback it. eventually. Like, they just have to. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather, I don't know... Uh, Chris Sims is a guy I really trust, especially with quarterback rankings, yeah. and he's really high on Kellen Mond, so it's kind of like me just being convinced because of him. Like, I really, I feel very strongly that Kellen Mond could be decent, but I just don't yeah. know about the system that he would be put in because of us, because <laughs> of our team. Yeah. So, I don't it's know. It's hard to say. It it's is definitely tough. hard to say. Uh, and then uh, some other things, uh, maybe the Patriots trading up. I uh, I also saw some reports of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be kind of interesting because they never trade up. Yeah, ever. to take a, take a QB possibly. Yeah, yeah p- potentially that or like a a weapon maybe. Because they're I mean right now as it sits they're gonna have Cam starting next year, right? Yeah, and they seem content with it. I mean, I don't I don't know. I what they could be. really do it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know I mean, how we saw how he performed point. last year. Yeah, that was pretty horrendous. I've been I've been a pretty big Cam Newton hater after being a big fan of him early in his career. Yeah. I don't know. I it's tough. Like I feel, I feel bad like for the guy because his shoulders just absolutely shot. But yeah, I feel like at this point, like your offense has a lot of limitations if he's your quarterback. Oh yeah, no doubt. Because you can't throw the ball a lot if he's your quarterback. It's just it's just feasibly. It's not feasible. Like it just yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Um. I don't know. Yeah, with Belichick, you you kind of never really know what's going on. You know, there's a lot of. Uh, yeah, definitely. And he then, might throw a curveball in there. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like. I don't know. Honestly, with New yeah. England, it's just weird. Yeah, They're in a very weird spot right now. I definitely agree. Because they still have like some. They have Belichick, obviously, so it's gonna they're they're gonna be decent. Like they're not gonna yeah. be terrible. But with with um. With Cam starting at QB, and then who's their who's their backup quarterback right Jared now? Jared Stidham. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> that wouldn't be the worst thing for them if they if they trade up and take a QB, definitely. But yeah. um, or I don't know. say a Kyle Pitts falls into like the yeah. s- the seventh or eighth pick, and yeah. they make a move because oh I don't know though because they signed two tight ends in free agency. Now that I think about it, I don't know how much that makes sense. Even though he could play, he can play everywhere like X Y receiver yeah. and all that. But yeah, exactly. either way, um, yeah, I mean. Besides that, I mean, a lot of the draft is kind of pretty uh, polarizing. It's mm-hmm. tough. It's tough to decide. I mean, this will be a very interesting, uh, entertaining first round this year. No oh doubt. yeah, definitely. I think uh, a lot of guys that should go in the first round will fall to the second. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. There's no like three technique uh, pass rushers or uh, edge rushers or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. at the top of the draft, it's it's actually crazy. This is one of the first years I can remember. Yeah, it's a lot of ton of offensive oriented. Yeah. Um, like Picks. the best, the best edge rusher is uh, Jalen Phillips, and he's projected like in the twenties, and yeah. like because just because he has a lot of injury concerns. But mm-hmm. if not, he'd be like a top ten pick. But yeah. I don't know. Like, and then Gregory Rousseau was like highly considered for a while, but he he's like really raw, and I don't think he's worth like an even like a late first rounder, honestly. But no, yeah, definitely not. Christian B- uh, Barmore. Um, yeah, he's an interior lineman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's like a late first guy. Uh, I don't. He could even honestly fall to the second. I wouldn't be surprised, mm-hmm. but I don't know. There's no one like crazy like. No, there's not. You know, like we like in the past, like when you had your Jadavion Clownies yeah, or Bradley whatever. Chubbs, yeah, Miles Garrett, yeah, mm-hmm. those guys. Uh, it's I don't know. It's it's weird. 
But, uh, yeah, I don't uh, – do you have anything else in the draft you want to touch on? No. I mean, it's – it's gonna be interesting to see what happens tomorrow. I, I just, I just hope the Bears don't disappoint us. That's it. Yeah, I, I just, I hope they. I, I just want to leave the first round content. That's it. Yeah. If anything, I wouldn't be mad if they took an offensive lineman. I. It's no. Just, yeah, that's, that's fine. Just how it's got to be. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. You want to talk some White Sox? Yeah, we can. All right. Uh. Well, I mean, I don't even know if I want to after last night's game. Yeah, but, that was uh, a little brutal. Losing to a, a Pirates team that had five errors and and uh, still a Tigers, you mean? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Pirates. <laughs> I don't know. I said the Pirates, but yeah, the Tigers um, team. They gave us ample opportunities yesterday. So <laughs> yeah. many. I was I watched almost the entire game. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Tigers were sloppy on defense. We just couldn't capitalize with runners and scoring in position. Grandall is just what is he is uh. just. He's struggling. Yeah, he's struggling hard. Uh, Yeah, it's, I don't know, Giolito looked like he was cruising for most of that game. Mm -hmm. He gave up the bomb to Cabrera in the first inning. But uh, afterwards, he was cruising to, like, the seventh inning, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then uh, he he just kind of, I don't know, he just started to lose it a little bit. uh, Started not getting the ball in the zone as much Mm -hmm. and leaving leaving balls in the middle of the plate. Uh, I don't know. It's, I, Larusa and Katz probably should have taken him out earlier, but. I mean, it's gonna happen. I, I, you kind of expect the offense to do more than they did, though. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no uh, doubt. It. I don't know. It, that loss just kind of hurt a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. No doubt. Uh, and and with the White Sox being on a four-game winning streak, the Tigers just got swept by the Royals. Um, that's a game you need to win. Pretty Especially deflating. when you're up late. You know. Yeah. It's what really the final was five to two. I five believe. Two. Okay. Yeah. It's it's pretty annoying when stuff like that happens. Uh, and then in the last inning. Or eighth or ninth inning, uh, Billy Hamilton and Lurie uh, coming up, and none of them getting pinch hit for, or neither yeah. of them getting pinch hit for. It kind of, it's a little it very odd. But I don't know. I I'm not gonna blame this stuff on Tony though, because at the end of the day, the manager doesn't really win or lose that many games. And me. and he he came on like after the game, and he was saying like, oh, it's my fault that I didn't recognize Giolito. Kind of lost his way a little bit, and that's yeah. this like the third time we've seen this happen. But I kind of feel like. That's just him owning up to like yeah the team he's you know what I mean so I I kind of like that in a sense because he's like yeah I'll take the blame for this you know yeah he definitely. doesn't want to throw his guys under the bus that's how I see it as yeah this isn't his first rodeo he's definitely gonna always fight for the players but mm. uh, it's it's tough I I think like. I don't know. You can't lose these kind of games over the course course of year. I know no. it's gonna happen, but it just it just really hurts because especially against a division rival who's a bottom feeder and isn't very good, mm-hmm. like just flat out. And you're facing Jose Urania, and you you let him just kind of cruise for like seven innings. I know, and and he gave up. There were a ton of base runners we had. Like yeah, it, again, an outrageous amount. And like I, and I don't know. He he had a low pitch count. They. They didn't have very good at bats for a while. Like they they started off pretty good, mm-hmm. but they just kind of like from like the third to like the sixth. I feel like the game just kind of cruised on. Like yeah. they were just having bad at bats. But yeah. I don't know. It either way. The the before this game, the star hitters were starting to heat up pretty good. Mankata, Mankata, um, Anderson, and Abreu for mm-hmm. the most part. Grandal's been struggling a little bit, but. Yeah. I mean, he'll pick it up eventually. He's I, gotten – he's honestly been pretty unlucky, though. Like, he's had a lot yeah. of hard-hit balls that have just um, definitely been caught and stuff. So and You can always rely on him to take a few walks and stuff. Um, but mm-hmm. I think most of, our, most of our losses have been pretty close. I mean, our run differential is still one of the best in the MLB, so I'm, not, I'm pretty confident still. I, I yeah, think, our offense uh, has been really good this year. Um, yeah. 
I think uh, I think we'll be fine. We've uh, had some bad breaks, no doubt. Yeah, the rotations looked pretty good. I mean, Gilitos had like two. I mean, one really bad start, and then one like wasn't like it was an awful. I mean, he gave up four runs in like six and two thirds or six and a mm-hmm. third, which isn't the worst. It could definitely be bad, like a lot worse than that. Um, yeah. It's still it's, early too. It's yeah. super early. Keiko's looked better. Uh, Cease's looked okay. Uh, Rodon's looked good. Uh, Lynn is hurt, but he looked really good when he was pitching. Mm-hmm. Um, Kopech, I mean, his last start Kopech, was... He might be the... I mean, honestly, he's been the most dominant on the team. Yeah. Like, all year. Uh, out of the bullpen. And that's and awesome to see. Out of his start. Yeah. I, I'm definitely... It's definitely very promising. If he didn't have an innings limit, I'd be pushing for him to be in uh, the rotation for sure. No doubt. But it's... It's all right. I I think uh, he'll be fine with whatever he's doing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, besides that, uh, there's nothing really more to talk about with no, the White Sox. I mean, something. we're 22 games in. Yeah. Um, still got a ton left. Yeah. Some, some like kind of like a, some annoying IL stints. Uh, like Lynn with the traps. Uh, Robert got placed on there yesterday with illness, mm-hmm. just precautionary. Uh, sees it the same thing. Um. Yeah, I mean Ingles should be back soon. So I mean things are things will start looking better real quick. No uh, doubt. And then with the Cubs, um, they've been they've been, I would say sort of heating up. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean I don't know. Uh, they they've been better, but like they're still like in last place. But the they've definitely improved a lot on like where they were before. Right. Um, like they. I think they can definitely still contend. They're only four games out. Like the division's pretty tight. Like the Brewers started off pretty well. Wow, just yeah, they are pitching. ten and thirteen in last place. It's honestly not bad. Yeah, Pirates. It's, I mean, eventually it'll start to fill itself out. Like the Pirates and the Reds will slip a little bit. Uh, the the Cardinals and Brewers will always be around five hundred. I think, mm-hmm. but I think the Cubs will battle back. Uh, Chris Bryant started off pretty well. Yeah, the Cubs had a couple games there where they were putting up thirteen runs, sixteen runs, fifteen runs, but then. Ever since then, they've kind of been. Yeah, they got so shut out that. last night by Ian Anderson and the uh, Braves. But Two of the last three games, they've been shut out. So, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I guess inconsistent is is the right word to use here. Definitely. Jack Peterson got off to a, a horrendous start. Um, Still to to this. And he's day. on the IL right now. Yeah. Um, so hopefully he could find his spark because he's on my fantasy team. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Javi Javi started off uh pretty awful, but he's picked it up as of late. He has a an above average OPS now, mm-hmm. but his his average and OBP is are still very very not good. Mm-hmm. But uh his slugging is pretty good. So I mean, I don't know. He's always gonna play good defense. You just kind of you just kind of hope that he's gonna. I mean, you know he's not gonna walk, but I mean you hope he's not gonna strike out as much as he has because right. he has a thirty five to one strikeout to walk ratio right now. So that's not. That's not really gonna play that like over a course of one sixty yeah. one sixty two. So I mean, I don't know. Uh the I think Rizzo's batting two twenty one. Yeah. He has he's been struggling a little bit. Yeah. The rotation hasn't been as bad as uh you would think. No, definitely not. Uh Arietta's been pretty solid so far through five starts. Um but I mean, that's that's pretty good. I mean, you obviously you'd like to have you Darvish <laughs> to compete. Uh, Kyle Hendricks <laughs> started off slow, but uh, he usually starts off pretty slow because of his sinker and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But yeah, he's a solid pitcher for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could still see the Cubs winning this division. I mean, it's still super early in the year, and and being in last place, only four games back. I mean, they're yeah. fine, you know. Yeah, Trevor Williams looked all right, so I think I think they'll be fine. Um, 
They definitely Craig Campbell's had a good resurgence, but they definitely need more uh some better appearances out of their other bullpen pieces like yep. guys like Brandon Workman struggling. Uh Ryan Tapera hasn't been too great, I don't think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at uh, Kyle Ryan. Um but yeah, besides that, uh still early. Um nothing nothing too crazy to talk about right now. Nah, yeah, definitely. Um we can move on to the uh Blackhawks. Um yeah. They've been breaking my heart this last week, man. <laughs> we had one really good comeback win when we were down 4-1 to one in the third, scored three, then won in overtime. Nashville yeah. took two of three. We got trounced by the Lightning last night. I think there's only seven games left, and we're like eight points out of a playoff spot. Still it's, still even. <laughs> um, yeah. I, playoffs are not going to happen, I'm sorry to say, but they're just not going to happen. I mean, if we win out, there is still such a slim chance that we make the playoffs. And with the way we've been playing lately, our defense in the last couple of weeks has just been horrendous. Um, goaltending hasn't been great, but there's been no help out, out in front. Gave up seven goals yesterday. Lankinen <laughs> gave up three goals on like seven shots. So we're like, oh yeah, that's the issue. We bring in Subban, gives up three goals in the in the second period. Offense hasn't been a problem. Um, they've been mm-hmm. scoring pretty decently. Kane's one of the top point scorers in the league this year. Debrinket's got – he's a top 10 goal scorer this year. Um, yeah, I mean, let's see, last game, one before that we had one goal. But, like, I don't know. Would you say they seem uninspired? I just – it's it's weird. Because we show, we show sports, spurts of greatness still, and then – we just give up late period goals. We'll look mediocre. I mean, Colleton, this is only his, I think it's his second or third year as head coach. So he's still a young coach. He still, he got, he got thrown in. I think Bowman um, is just kind of confused at this point because we were going for a rebuild. So we were expected to be pretty bad this year. And then being on the edge of the playoffs, we're kind of like, do we still want to sign some free agents? Because we made like five or six moves right around the deadline. Um, there were some lower-name players being moved around. And now we got Taze coming back next year. So I just – if we don't make the playoffs this year, I think we should go into full rebuild, kind of just keep Kane and Taze and Keith and, and just, I don't know, maybe scrap everybody else. But um, we have a lot of young talent, which is good. So – looking forward to like three four five years from now i feel like we're in a similar situation as the white Sox were in during the uh kind of the brutal rebuild days but um it's just weird that we're still kind of good and it's very frustrating because then we won't have a great pick in the draft and if we do sneak in the playoffs somehow which honestly at this point i hope doesn't happen because even if we get in we're gonna get crushed like we saw what happened last year when we yeah. snuck in uh we we beat the oilers in the play-in and Vegas just beat us four games to one, and the only reason we won that one game is because Crawford had stood on his head, had 50 goals, uh, not 50 goals, he had 50 saves, and oh what, he's retired now. So it's like, um, I don't know, it's very frustrating because we had so much promise, and now we're seven points behind the Predators for the last playoff spot with, I don't even know if there's 10 games left, it's hard to say. We have a negative 19 goal differential this year. We're 22, 22, and 5. It's just, I don't think we're going to make the playoffs. And you know what? I'm fine with that because I'm just happy we were decent this year, honestly. It's more than I could ask for. Yeah, it's 
it's just pretty disappointing. Yeah, yeah it is because we made that run, and I'm like, here we are. Um, early in the season, we're one of the top teams in the league. Kind of hung on for a little while, and then we just slowly started to get exposed for being a a young team that hasn't built up a ton of talent yet. Um, yeah. I mean, you still have your players like like Kane and Keith, but um, outside of that, I mean, just having a young team, there's there's a lot of errors that are going to be be made, and it's frustrating. We've seen we saw Crawford retire. I mean, we got rid of him before the year. Seabrook retired. Shaw just retired the other day because of concussions. He was only 29, so just I don't know. Just the last couple of years, especially, we've seen a lot of different faces. So it's going to take a while for them to not only click, but for Colleton to develop them as players. So, um, like I said, we still exceeded expectations, but um, I don't know. It's frustrating, but the future is bright. Oh, and another thing I want to say is um, we've had eight players on the Hawks this year make their NHL debut like during the season, which is just <laughs> absolutely absurd. It's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's good because it shows how, how young of a team we have. But um, I don't know. Next couple of years are going to be um, probably not great, but definitely future years, like I'd say three to five years from now, it's looking pretty good. So. That's all yeah. you can really ask for at this point. Yep. I mean, we had our dynasty, so um, they have time to build another one, I guess. Um, and then in a similar situation, I'd say, kind of, are the Chicago Bulls. Um, yeah. They're on the fringe of the quote-unquote play-in, which is <laughs> the team 7 through 10. trophy. Um, whoever wins out of that makes the playoffs and gets to get destroyed by the Nets first round. Um we were talking about this a little bit. The only reason I'd want to see the Bulls in the playoffs is to see what Levine can do. Yeah. But even if we make the play-in, that's still not technically the playoffs. No. And if we get beaten that, it's going to be like, well, I mean, this was all for nothing. <laughs> yeah. We basically just, like, I don't know. We just lose our uh, chances of getting our pick back, mm-hmm. and then we just get bounced in the first round. Even if we win, we're going to play the Nets. Good luck. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, Nets are first in the East now. I'm um, not really surprised there. And, I mean, I think the the three, like, big-name players have only played ten games together up yeah. to this point or something crazy like that. Yeah. And when, when the playoffs the, roll around, they're just going to destroy everyone. Yeah, they're going to be playing, like, pickup basketball, basically. Yeah. That's all it is. I mean, like, like – who's – I mean, like, no one in the East is defending that. Like, I, I don't like, – No, care, yeah, like, I mean – even against the Sixers, like, it's just – it's too much for them to handle. Yeah, I think even if they had two of them, they would they would beat – they would still win the East. Yeah, no doubt. Like, just take, like, Harden and, uh, and Kyrie. Like, without even the best one, they'd still be all right. And then the West, um, I've, I feel like the Lakers are still going to be the team that make it out of there, especially oh, yeah. if Brown and AD can stay healthy. I mean, who's going to stop that? The Jazz? Ooh, they have the best record in the West. But yeah, they'll be just fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, AD just came back uh, like a week ago, I believe, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's gradually upping his minutes and uh, his production. So, I mean, I think I think the rest of the West is uh, probably a little intimidated. <laughs> which I would say be. as far as the four major sports goes um, – Basketball is the most top-heavy. Just <laughs> seeding, I guess you could say. Definitely the most top-heavy basketball, for sure. You already know kind of who's going to be in the finals that year. But seeding just – I mean, the Lakers are at five right now. That means absolutely nothing. No. Like, whoever they play in the playoffs is – Who's the four seed? Like, the Nuggets? Yeah. 
Oh my like, yeah. I mean, the Nuggets are a good team. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, they're not but bad. I guarantee they'd prefer to be in the three seed. Oh yeah, or yeah. fall to six. Who wants to play the Lakers exactly. in the first round? I mean, doesn't matter who. Like, yeah, because I'm sure. I'm sure whoever the eighth seed is would rather play the Jazz than the Lakers. Utah okay. and Phoenix are the top two seeds. Honestly, one of them could get upset first round. Like if, if the Trailblazers played Phoenix first round, I could I could honestly see them beating them. Yeah, I think I think the Jazz have more of a chance to lose than Phoenix, in my opinion. You think so? Yeah, just because of uh, um, Chris Paul's ability. Yeah. Uh, to like. Make sure that that doesn't happen. Rally the troops. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I I think the uh, I think the Jazz are definitely a solid team. I don't know. I don't see both either of them losing first round, but I could definitely see the Trailblazers being the Jazz. Also, wow, Utah's zero three in overtime this year. So <laughs> I guess when it when it matters, they're not uh they're not there, they're not showing up. Um. Yeah. I mean. I hate to say it, but the NBA playoffs are kind of boring uh, up uh, until, until the finals. finals yeah, unless but, uh, unless there's like two really good teams in like the conference mm-hmm. finals, but usually, usually those first round one versus eight matchups. I mean, it's like it's not even funny most of yeah, the time. Yeah, it's usually pretty lopsided. I I don't know. I I think I think the finals are gonna be like super interesting this year though. So I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that. And I think most people have the Lakers and the Nets. Um, I mean, it's kind of two super teams going at each other, so we'll see yeah. what happens. I yeah, I I'd be cool with simulating to the finals. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it's like two K or something. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's probably what's gonna happen. So um, yeah, honestly, we'll see. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that should do it. Yep. for now. Uh, this week, uh, there's definitely more going on this week than last week, which is good. And then next week, we'll definitely have a lot to talk about with the draft happening for sure. Um, NHL season's gonna be wrapping up. Um. Same with the NBA season, I guess. Um, how many are they playing a full season this year? Who the NBA? Uh, Let's see. Playing okay. The plan starts May eighteenth. Playoffs start May twenty second. So yeah, it's, it's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up. Um, probably won't have a ton to talk about uh, in regards to NBA then, because we still have a couple weeks. Uh, MLB. I'm sure there's going to be more to talk about as the season keeps on progressing, and. Um, yeah i mean look forward to those episodes so thank you guys for for joining us this week these episodes will be on the library and the glacier per usual and we hope to see you guys again next week peace